I think I have a permanent scar from that pit bull. Really? Mm-hmm. Mr. Worldwide? Uh, is that like the singer, the rapper? Oh, yes. Is that? Um, no, the pit bull that <laughs> I was walking for one of those apps that killed this cat. That I tried to save. Anyway, I think I'll have the scar forever. Yeah, that was a rough day. Little does that owner know. She texted me the other day about, <coughs> oh, I forgot to tell her about my comedy workshop. She texted me the other day asking about it. <laughs> and I was like, you do owe me taking one of my classes for what you put me through. Your stupid pit bull. That ought to be put down. But whatever, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> I don't mean it. Although I do kind of think we should get rid of pit bulls. Oh my God, I love pit bulls. <gasps> They're the snuggliest yeah, I babies. I don't really have a problem with them. What about the ones that have killed? Yeah, but I mean, I f- that's like people, you know, do the same, feel the same way that people that yeah, are pitbulls, the ones that kill really bad. On the whole, wonderful, you know. Well then, but should, if they kill, should we put them down or what? <laughs> have you seen the new Pixar? It's called Kitbull. Oh my God! Is there oh, a, no. a humanizing pitbull movie from from the Disney Pixar people now? I mean, That's I'm their all new moral it. lesson. Is pitbulls are people too? It's uh, a kitten befriends a pitbull, and it shows <sighs> the kitten's afraid God. of him, and then the pitbull gets abused, and then they become friends. Mm. I went, I, yeah, I I went and saw. I recently publicly cried more than I have in a long time because I went and saw all the Oscar nominated animated short films. Mm. And like the first one was this Pixar like film. The dumpling. Yes. That fucking movie. It's just, I like I was just like in my head I was angry at it. I was like, fuck you, Pixar, being able to get inside my head like that. <laughs> just like like me and uh Adrian, the person I'm dating, and then we're there, and then next to us was another couple, like a dude and a chick. And like all four of us were just sitting there just like in the back row of this theater just like bawling, right? And at one point, like, I don't know these people. I like look to my right and me and this girl like make eye contact. She's just like, Ugh, and like throws her hands up in exasperation. And her boyfriend moments. sees and the boyfriend's like, I just want to stop crying. <laughs> so it was like what? four of the seven like see this. broke me. They were all about family and like how your relationship with your parents and growing up Jesus. and having dreams. And it was just like. Your heart will never be as warm. Warm or, oh yeah, or as sad. Oh, I mean, I mean, I was like tears streaming down my face, crying. I it saw was, they're showing the all the yeah, shorts those, that was Pixar movies. This a pit Pitbull, like kitten Pitbull, Kitbull, kitten Pitbull. Pitbull. Okay, <sighs> damn it, I'll watch it. I've I've loved some Pitbulls, but I've just been hurt <laughs> by some Pitbulls. You know, I have some I have some trauma around Pitbulls. So okay. my apologies for calling for their genocide. None taken. Well, yeah. is it gen- is it genocide if it's an animal, animal or is right. it like just mass extinction? Or, like, is there a, does genocide refer to humans only? Yeah, what the gens probably G N like a genus genus, but yeah, oh yeah, genus. So yeah, I think yeah. it's still genocide. We're trying to get rid of a, a of a type of thing. I think it'd be like speciesicide. That sucks though. That yeah. is a word or something like that. It feels good to call it genocide. <laughs> It feels like what I meant. <laughs> Don't tell me how to use language, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> language evolves. Poetic license. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, if it needs right to be spot. poetic license, then it like, fine. Uh. You just need to be. Uh, they have these stupid smiles that are like. I know. Boxes. I look. I walked a blind pit bull, a six-month-old crazy blind pit bull, for several months. You know, so I have a love-hate relationship with pit bulls. Until you've walked a blind six-month-old pit bull that does not know anything. Like, why is that thing alive? <laughs> why, why, just because these fucking white people, by which I mean the bourgeoisie, need something to feel good about in their lives. And so they adopt something that shouldn't exist instead of helping humans so that they can look and be like, look what a hero I am. I rescued a... And everyone knows it because they scoop the eyes out so that you can... Because originally when I was walking it, it still had its eyes, but so people didn't know it was blind and I was just annoying people all the time with this dumb dog that didn't know what was going on. But then one day I show up and the eyes are just gone. No warning, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I assume the doctor said that it made it uncomfortable or something and that they should get rid of it. But there's a part of me that I think that like they really just do that so that people know that you have a blind dog. (laughs) You get way more cred. 
when the eyes are fucking gone, and then everyone you go viral. stops. Everyone stops to talk to you about your dog. Everyone is like, "Oh my god, she's so beautiful." She's not beautiful. Is not like really what you would objectively say about this dog. It's a pit bull, you know, and it's cute. It's it's, it's you know, it's that kind of weird, sad little. And then their eyes are X's, like a teddy bear that's missing its eyes. It was like, what? You know, yeah, they have scooped you ever, the eyeball out and then sewed so it, it shut. So it's like sewed it shut. So there's just like X's where the eyes are. A literal X's. Like a teddy yeah. bear. Have you, you know, like a teddy bear if you take the eyes out. You know. So it's kind of cute. But anyway, so everybody stops you to talk about it. So anyway, you could see why you might want to scoop the eyes out. What was I talking about? Genocide? Yeah, you're like, why oh, does this anyway. thing exist? <laughs> why does it exist? So I guess it's bringing joy to people or whatever. I don't know. But then it, wind up, it wound up like biting children and stuff. So they <laughs> sent it out to live in the country. I can't remember if it's still alive. Uh, I'm so sad. <laughs> hey, Welcome man, I walked her fluids. every day. I knocked her Monday to Friday uh, for an hour in the cold for months. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your host. I'm Austin Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous boy lesbian. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. On FetLife, we're just Gender Fluids. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash genderfluids enjoy the episode y'all do you want to introduce yourself hi Uh, (laughs) hello hello i am heather ann gottlieb i host dirty girl on the hoo-ha-ha network how would you describe your podcast um it's about the gross shit that people do um we have stories ranging from you know Wow, we've covered a lot. Um, someone had a deviated septum so that when they gave blowjobs, the cum shot through their nose. Um, Super tight. We've had people shit in the shower. How, like, so then you know how men can, or penis people can be like, oh, it came and it like went all the way, you know, like I, I shot it so hard, whatever. She can be like proud of like how hard she shot that cum, you know, how far she could get it. Mm-hmm. Yes. If she's a feminist, you know, anyway, go on. She's a real feminist, so. Yeah, so I... I go for distance, you know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I happen to be in Austin, so I DM'd you yeah. on the Insta. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, oh, it felt like a little family reunion. It was like, oh, these people I've only been seeing from afar. It's like, yeah, coming to town. I don't know, it's one of the few times I've been happy about South by Southwest, you know? Like, yay. But I have a question for you, though. Like if someone was going to ask you, like, how, how do you talk about yourself? Or like, how do you like, quote, identify, mm-hmm. you know, like what identities have you collected over What's the years? What's up with your gender and sexuality? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm mostly straight, mostly cisgender, but I think or everything is the spectrum. Yeah. Spectrum. Yeah. So... And I feel weird, like, I don't feel like I can claim that because it is a spectrum and it's changing all the time and I don't know. But that's how I feel today. You don't feel like you can claim which part? The fact that it feels a little fluid. Oh, oh. that your gender feels a little fluid? Or that just That all of it does. Oh, just okay. gender as a concept feels pretty fluid. And sexuality. Yeah. And sexuality, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I think we all can kind of claim it in a little way. Like, if you're, like... If you're dipping your toes in the stream at some point on this like big spectrum, like you're still dipping your toes in the stream, right? Like it's maybe you're not the person that's like downriver, like bathing naked in the stream, but like you're part of it nonetheless, you know? Everyone's a part of the queer stream. It's just a spectrum. It's a spectrum of queerness. That's the weird thing because I feel like I keep running into people who are who are more cis and or more straight than not, um, kind of wanting to talk about being non-binary. Or being however, or however they're putting it, you know, and it's like, some people have then they've I've some I've been told by people, especially what seems like a cis straight white dude, um, but who claims a little bit of queerness, a little bit of gender queerness, a little bit of whatever, they wind up getting told like, 
you cis straight white man, you're just trying to whatever. And I'm like, dude, no, like welcome these people. If they're I'm I'm Spartacusing this with us, take them in. We are all queer. It is a spectrum of queerness. There's no one who's zero percent. So like, like don't deny for yourself whatever amount of even like to me even saying like I'm a cis het person is queer. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like you're still identifying yourself in this language that we made up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, I'm pretty high. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm I just am letting too. you go. I'm yeah, just sitting yeah. here smiling. Yeah. Okay. I'm baked. I was gonna light that second joint, but I'll just give it a minute. <laughs> <Give> it a <laughs> minute. <laughs> yeah, that was a very strong joint, Austin. I feel like we're all in our like high zones right now. I mean, I'm feeling great. I once farted. I took a fart. I took a fart. (laughs) And I left my apartment, and three and a half hours later, my roommate came home and said, what is that? (laughs) How small is your apartment? (laughs) Pretty big. (laughs) Damn. It's like lactose? What what kind of fart was it? It was a burrito bowl from my college uh, cafeteria. Mm, That'll do it. It's famous. To this day, they were like, remember that fart she had? (laughs) (laughs) A four-hour fart. (laughs) Nice. That's a good band name. Four-hour fart. It's not (laughs) Good comedy album. It's like the Blue Man group, but with just fart noises. (laughs) 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 I would listen to that. I'm sorry. Like, you'd get at least two playthroughs for me. Like... I'll buy your record just to keep the <laughs> four-hour fart on my wall. And if it was like 4D and you could like smell each one as you played it? Yeah, the cover really? scratch and sniff. You go out, you go <laughs> track by track to get a unique scent for each track. <laughs> <laughs> fart fetishist everywhere rejoice. <laughs> Finally, an album for me. <laughs> So I'm uh, interested in your your gross anecdotes, which I like something what do you consider dirty and how do you define that word? Me? Either of you. Both of you. You first. Um, so what do I consider dirty? Um I mean so there's like for me, dirty has two I think I have two answers, I guess, kinda. The first one is like uh, I think, you know, there's dirty in the sense of like things that are kind of that would be generally thought of as dirty that would make p- other people uncomfortable. Right. And that's just like foul language and talking about sex and things that are a little transgressive or taboo, like intentionally. Right. Um, and things that are often juvenile and simplistic and seen as simplistic. But then there's like for me, there aren't many things that make me feel like, ooh, that's dirty. I feel more like there's like my type of dirty is like stuff that kind of causes me pain in a weird way. So it's like talking about gore or like bodily harm or like people telling stories about like breaking limbs. Like for some reason that feels dirty to me where it's like, Oh no, that's, that's too real. That's just, that's a little dirty. Like, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but like, do you recognize when you bring up a topic that you don't think is dirty and other people are, are uncomfortable with that? Oh, yeah, 100%. But also at the same time, I've definitely not recognized it. Like more often, <laughs> more, I would guess I would say like 97% of the time, I know when I'm saying something that is probably a little uncouth or like outside You're some You're pushing sort of line. boundaries. Yeah, yeah. especially like in, d- depending on the company I'm like in, keeping or am in at the time. Yeah, definitely like someone's like made like a comment of just about like, oh, man, I wish we could get like a good stool in here. Like, and I would just start laughing. It's <laughs> <Just>, like, <laughs> so <stupid>. stool. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's stuff like that. And they're like, why are you, oh, oh come on. Oh, fuck. Sorry. But it's, it's stuff like that that I just can't help but like laugh at sometimes. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. like, or like make a little joke about like no one gets the context, you know? Like, I didn't think it would be that big of a deal to point out at my work, there's meeting rooms, and the meeting rooms all have themed names, right? 
and there's one strip of them that are all food puns, like with band names. So there's like, uh, there's a band called Disco Biscuits. So there's a room called Disco Biscuits and Gravy. There's a you know room called Fish Tacos, but it's spelled P H I S H. But then there's one room called Explo- Explosions in the Pie. <laughs> And I'm just like, come on, y'all. I'm just like, I brought it up in a meeting one day because I was like, well, we clearly all have thought about this as soon as we walked in. <laughs> I was like, man, and what about the name of that room? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm alone. I can't explain this now. <laughs> you know? Like, Expl- shit. Explosions in the Get explosions pie. in the pie. <laughs> y'all? Like, <laughs> I was like, meeting please, don't call, please don't call HR. After this. <laughs> that we all? Yeah. <laughs> well, some of those people were lying that they had not. <laughs> I know, but it's like a lot of people are not admitting how gross they are. We're all adults here. Nobody else thought like that's a cream pie. Like this clearly like somebody has been cummed in, came in, came in, I don't know, or but. even diarrhea. You know. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. All kinds True. of things could be happening when it comes to explosions <laughs> in a pie. Yeah, it doesn't specify what kind of explosion. <laughs> <laughs> so I can just shitting on it. <laughs> multiple explosions. I probably shouldn't come at the same time. You should bring it back up. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. It's even worse than I thought. It's diarrhea, too. <laughs> Maybe at the same time, uh, guys. We can't leave it that way. Yeah. I'm trying to eat here. Can I get a, Can I get y'all's opinion on this? I need a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I mean, now that I brought it up last time, y'all think about it every time, right? <laughs> so has anyone else's head gone <laughs> further? Like, imagine someone just like squatting over and has explosive diarrhea onto it. <laughs> Anyway, okay, Just moving along. Beautiful. Anywho, yeah, that's art. <laughs> so, and and yeah. you? Um, well, so dirtiness to me is like I love figuring out like all these things where Austin's asking, "Hey, we've all thought about explosions in the pie, right?" And h- how many people in a room full of you know a hundred people will say? Um, would have thought would have gone there right and for other things like how we are with um all kinds of personal hygiene stuff how we are about tampon stuff how we are about like i'm always curious the growth the things that i think of the uh, the things that i do that i think of as gross i'm always like how many other people do this am i alone or is it 20 percent, 40 percent 80 percent whatever so that's something that I love, you know, I love to like find those things and talk about them on stage and figure out like, do other people revel in ingrown pube surgery, you know? And then when they, <laughs> do you not? Well, a, a pube surgery? Oh, cause maybe, I don't know. It depends on like if you shave, if you've shaved a lot down there, then like you get ingrown pubes, you know? Oh, ingrown pubes. Ingrown pubes. Yeah. Okay. You know, so then you... Do you have you have you never you done like that? Pop it or get a safety pin and like yeah, pull you get the like a safety out. pin and you like have to scrape under it sometimes to like get it free. Why is it surgery? Because you're taking little tiny tools and like scraping under the skin and yeah. like freeing a follicle. You know? Ariel also has a medical fetish, so to like engrandize anything is probably sexual. pretty good. It, you say that, but it's not. I see okay. the look on your face when you tell that joke. That's just delight. <laughs> Yeah. That's a different, that may be a sort of sensual uh, <laughs> pleasure, I guess. Or it'll give you sensual. It's a physical, no. I'm a bit of a masochist. Sure, I, but it's not like <laughs> sexual. I don't know. So when you get ingrown pubes, uh-huh. you take a safety pin to it, essentially. I mean, I don't get them as much anymore because I don't really like shave like that anymore. Um, although I kind of miss that. <clears throat> So that's one thing to recommend shaving your pussy is that you do get to have ingrown hair <laughs> surgery anyway. Um, <laughs> wait, so what are you asking? I forgot. What is something that you like to talk about that you think is like in the smaller percentile that people <laughs> relate to? I think I think about sexual taboos more explicitly in my brain than other people do. I think a lot of people enjoy things unconsciously that I like try to figure out and articulate. And then if you 
really spell out for people what some of the stuff going on inside their brains it really is, they don't want to hear about that. If that makes sense. Like what? Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people don't want to think about like the Freudian stuff around mothers, but especially not like sisters. And I think people don't want to hear like, cause there's some, well it's divided, right? Cause now there's people who are getting into like incest stuff, but then other people who like, that's way third rail, you know? So then like how to talk to an audience of people about something like that when people are like pretty in the closet about a lot of stuff if they ha- if they are thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, completely. I like the idea of people being in the closet about like their kinks because mm-hmm. I think it's like, like yes, yeah, super, super true. You know, people come up to us and talk, maybe this yeah. happens to you where people will tell you stuff that they're not telling other people. Or like, like well, yeah, just because of this podcast in particular, like because we talk so openly about the things that we're into. There's like, a world shows, of secret yeah. kink behind a lot of people. You and know? Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's the one thing I wish that like, for me, it's that I get, fuck, I'm high now. I'm losing all my words. Know, I'm still so high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really have no idea whether we're, we're making any sense. <laughs> I think you are, but I mean, I definitely notice that because I have points in my set where I ask people who here is kinky and you get like a smattered kind yeah, of Yeah, no one's identifying that way publicly. Yeah, but you're right. There is like, but the queer community has like had a huge hand in popularizing like calling people like daddy and mommy mm-hmm. and like, yeah, the whole like age play dynamic kind of like incest stuff that comes in, right? And so mm-hmm. like when you like, when I make a joke about calling somebody daddy and it's increasingly got more laughs. The joke hasn't gotten better. But it's like, I think people are... Getting more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, it makes me happy because I think, I think I have this like weird relationship with dirty in that I don't, I don't really think much is dirty, but I can see how everybody right. else does right. And so I'm slowly like getting to watch things that I just think of that are normal become not dirty. But for me, it's just like, yeah, that's not... Isn't, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It's weird to be able to see it and perceive it, but not like be affected yeah, by it. Yeah, we have pretty high thresholds for most things about dirtiness. Yeah, but like so, so I have a divide with vagina people, right? Like a lot of vagina people will drip dry; they're totally fine with that. Are you? How? how what is your <laughs> feeling on drip dripping dry? I don't know what this means. Oh, when you pee and there's no toilet paper, <clears throat> what do you do? I'm pretty gross. I've. Yes literally taking my hand and be like totally it's actually the really great because you can use your arm hairs to sop up the urine and then you can go wash your arm um that's yeah if it's pee great if it's poop now you have to you know figure some stuff out right but so (laughs) but so before i figured out that arm trick and um and or maybe there wasn't a sink in the situation it's a point being i've like figured out ways to get to i like i'll use a toilet paper roll just to wipe uh, I've picked up, I've gone like to the floor, you know, at like a nightclub and just oh, like no. torn off the clean parts. Oh no, Ariel. The parts aren't touching the ground or anything. Dude, the other oh. day. The clean parts like, of toilet paper on the ground? Yeah. Oh, dude, you won't. Or you won't the, from the trash dry, can. You'll fucking That's, grab that, I'm not gross. No, 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 I'm no. not going to drip we're, dry. We're pausing here <laughs> for a fucking minute. Yes. We, I'm not one of those disgusting women who drips dry. I I'm will find some picks. clean toilet paper it's in the vicinity. It, I would get the clean looks, part. No, I'm getting the clean part. Visually, it looks clean, but no, I can see the what's happened. Look, it's just to this a stuff. busy nightclub floor. They definitely do their due diligence and wash this perfectly no, every night. No, it's this I take the top. Not gonna I rub rip it off. Bacteria all over I my rip pussy it for off. Sure. Not I rip it off. Where it's I don't want to let that urine that urine that I can drink safely. Ugh. I don't want to pull my underwear back up see with how that. We but just I'll have fucking like different wipe. natural. So like I but happen to have like disgusting. my pee poop. See that's thing dirty to me. Like. That's exactly, but that's why I'm saying that's yeah. an interesting thing about like, dirty, right? Ugh. Our thresholds are, are different. For some reason, that doesn't gross me out as much as the feeling. I don't like the feeling of like goop on me, you know. My fa- you mentioned the toilet paper roll. Uh-huh. The best, ugh, I love that. You take it and you like you you, so you make like hurts. a stamp. Yeah, you make a stamp. You just kind of imprint your yeah. You kinda, 
You ring yourself out on you it. You look at it and you're like, that's my, my pussy print. Uh, yeah, you can like a little snowflake. <laughs> you should do like a... Etsy store. <laughs> for the wiki how for DIY pussy prints. <laughs> like, Dude, are we allowed to you sell... You will need one. <laughs> There's probably some gross men, mostly, mostly penis people, who would pay for toilet paper rolls that people had like gotten a little urine, urine soaked pussy. I'm sure you could find that somewhere. Let's just put that on Craigslist and see if anyone You will bites. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Do you want hundred I mean, toilet if, paper rolls that I've? <laughs> if people are into used underwear, right? They've like, got to be into. <laughs> and they could probably have sex with it. Yeah, you that's know? fine. That's sure. True. We'll put that in. Hey, you can have sex with it! Exclamation <laughs> mark. <laughs> I could just see like the YouTube like docu series now, like that vi- or Vice series that they do on it of like there's a, tr- a new community of men that are. Fucking toilet paper, paper tubes that women have used. The to guys are just like it's. Other. It's actually kind of tricky. You have to get enough lube to where it doesn't rub your dick raw, but yeah. not too much to where it turns to a soggy mess instantly. It's really a lot of timing involved. So. <laughs> <laughs> I start sending specific requests. Please use the Charmin tubes. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't oh, like the rough nice. texture. I like the you know how some of them are like glossy, mm-hmm. right? Those are the ones. We start yeah. getting nicer and nicer toilet paper here at the mm-hmm. Safe Space Studios. <laughs> 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 yeah, we do use different types of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Ariel uses very thin toilet paper, which is ridiculous. Like you have two separate kinds of toilet paper. Yes, because uh-huh. I'm a normal adult and I need some soft cushion. I for was my raised ju- wrong. What can I say? My, yeah, I was like. My asshole needs to be kept in like, you know, like fucking race car condition. Like that's mine's keep, just know, toughened over time. Keeping it ready for action. <laughs> mine's just toughened over time. Yours is kept weak <laughs> by that soft toilet paper. You don't know what you're doing. I would like to w- show you what my asshole goes through sometimes <laughs> and see you call it weak. <laughs> just, oh, get in there. Yeah. different kinds of strength. You're like, you're like gym, gym muscles. <laughs> you have like that I have Buddhist farmer, monk strength. Yeah, Buddhist <laughs> like, strength. Just like quiet zen like. Uh-huh. I can come with my mind back there, you yeah. know. <laughs> So, well, I want to ask you about your stuff for a little bit. Yes, yes. So, well, I'm just curious also, like, what made you decide to start doing uh, Dirty Girl? Um, I wanted to do <clears throat> a radio play, and I was like, that's too much work. I'm just going to do a podcast because that's easy, <laughs> which is, <laughs> you know, is not true. And I realized not true. Um, and I just know that I'm just a rancid human being. Like I have horrible self-care, horrible, like hygiene. I'm just, I think I'm pretty gross. And the people around me were really gross. So I was like, well, let's just like interview and talk about these stories that I know, like we talk about with each other, but maybe Mm -hmm. not publicly. Um, and then I started meeting random people on Facebook who would come to my apartment and, (laughs) Tell me about how their vagina smells or, you know. (laughs) You know, the usual. Right. Um, And it's just things that make me laugh. And then I've, you know, multiple women have come and, you know, they've never told anybody this secret. And then I'm like, I've heard that story six times already, you know. So I think there's Mm -hmm. a benefit in telling these stories and making it funny and just... A lot of people don't realize they're not alone. I mean, that's why I like, I'm like, let's just be honest in front of each other a little bit about how gross we are. Oh, that's so pretty. That's so beautiful. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you find like, have zero relationship to dirty things or what you think of as dirty change since you started doing it? Like, cause like your whole thing, you're like dirty's in the title. And like, I had never been asked like about dirtiness before today right like what do you think about dirtiness and it's like huh um well it's everybody has a different answer to that question about what they consider gross or dirty or their relationship to that word is something I've learned and yeah I guess my favorite thing is people coming to tell me this deep dark thing they're so ashamed of that they've never told anybody and then we find out 
first of all, we all laugh at it because it's like, you know. <laughs> it's usually funny. Funny. Mm-hmm. And then um, it just, and then we find out so many other people have had a similar situation or, you know, if I go to a bar and I mention what I do, some drunk girl will be like, oh my God, like, <laughs> I got to tell you about this time. Because <laughs> oh, every, like, everybody has these stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're hearing all these things from people. They're just coming up to you That's and telling fun. you. That seems like fun. Yeah. I mean, one of my good stories, um, somebody (laughs) talks about they were on their period and they got um, like a big chunk came out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they didn't know what it was. So they refrigerated it and then (laughs) or froze it and then took it to the doctor and and said, you know, it was like a bigger chunk than normal, like a chunkier chunk. It was the size of her ear. Whoa. she thought she miscarried. Was the, she wasn't sure. The texture was different or something or like the density or. I'm, I'm <laughs> I just want, you know, to the point where you save it in the freezer. Exactly. Just to see, just because she's just like, did I miscarry or not? Why did she even want to know? Wouldn't she, you just move on? <laughs> if she didn't think she was pregnant. It, if she thought she was pregnant, I could see going, oh, oh. But, but then you wouldn't have your period. No, there's no reason to save that thing. I was just, I honestly thought the story was going to go, she put it in the fridge to save it, and then, like, their, like, roommate or whatever came home and was like, oh, like, kidney. (laughs) 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 And was like, I'm going to just cut this up (laughs) and just cook with it. (laughs) That'd be tasty. Because, okay, I saw a video (laughs) that was, like, uh, how to make cocktails with cum, you know? But we we should do, like, porn, we should do, or not porn, we should do, like, period clump like <gasps> cooking demonstrations mm-hmm. like a good tempura kind of something mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that <laughs> when i was a freshman in high school when i was 15 um this guy <laughs> cheated on my friend and we were like we're gonna get him back so um we baked him cum muffins and that's left, amazing left it on his porch and then he told me later we became friends we re-became friends later two years later and I told him what it was and he said his whole family ate them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Wait, whose comb was in the muffins? Yeah. It was, was, my boyfriend at the time came in a cup. Okay. Hell yeah. I was like, Hell did the yeah. two of you girls just Squat yeah, over that's some what I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> y'all scoop some goop out. It was like two muffins. cups of water. It's like, well, ejaculate and some pee, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll make some match. Oh, I'm, that's so great. I love that. That's just classic good revenge, you know. And here's the thing: I like it because you one upped it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got his whole family back. It's like, you come at me, I come after you. Yeah, come after your family. whole fucking family, okay? Everybody's gonna get come in their mouth. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and I feel like they can't sue me, right? Because that was like mm, 11 years ago. Limit, I think oh, yeah. Sure. It's 12 years. Great. Out. Then I'm going to tell this story. You go down. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever, God forbid, they ever find this, you know. Yeah. yeah, I assume they're not listening to your podcast, hopefully. I don't know, but I would love for just like there to be a court case. It's like, Your Honor, I'd like to put you a clip. <laughs> 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 from, <laughs> and then the other lawyer's like, I think, hey, well, hold on. I think we have a right to hear the whole thing. So this <laughs> other lawyer has to sit down and listen to this whole thing just to make sure there's nothing else. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that dude's just going like, I'm getting paid for this. I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> so was it? Oh, yeah. What was it? It was a clot. Apparently you can have, you can pass clots, have like menstrual blood clots. Yeah, just, huh. just a big clump. I think a clot's just a big clump. Isn't yeah. that what that means? Um, yeah, so something... I would never have heard that story if I never started this podcast. She put it in the freezer? Did she put like a popsicle stick in it or something? <laughs> <laughs> she put it in a Ziploc bag and she sent a bunch like, of pictures to her family. <laughs> like, what is this? What is this? What is this? And she I don't a think... picture to her family? Her mom and her sisters. And then she... Damn. Damn. She brought it to the doctor and was very much like, are you sure you don't need to see it? Like, here it is. <laughs> he was like, no, bitch. Jesus. Look, I really feel more comfortable. <laughs> We're going to be talking about you for months. <laughs> this bitch made me look at her period clump. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what I thought it, it looked you like. You have pictures on I'm your a phone. Fucking, I'm a doctor. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> so good.
What are some other things that gross one of you out and don't gross the other one out? Oh, so much. Uh, I don't care about poop or like fart stuff, but Ariel, like, Farts can't imagine like yeah but like if I, but like if some like person has like their mouth open and there's just a butthole just farting straight into it <laughs> see she can't even fucking listen to it like she <laughs> it's so great but it's my favorite thing in the world like i think it's uh, hilarious <laughs> like like imagine someone who likes eating shit and bites into a piece but gets like a kernel that's like a hard kernel <laughs> right no it's like someone eating a sausage and get a little gristle <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> do you think somebody like I'm, without I'm a fine. one tooth could put a piece of shit in their mouth and like push push it through? I just like the old Play-Doh mold thing. Depends how soft the shit is. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even take that last thought in. My mind is a steel <laughs> trap right now. I put up the walls. Oh, uh, so there's that. What was my original question? I was going to ask you the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I also love it's like, I don't want to perpetuate stereotypes, but it's like, all right, for the South by Southwest edition of the podcast, <laughs> we get fucking ripped <laughs> in Austin, Texas. Hmm, wonderful, strong Austin marijuana you have here. <laughs> Thank you. Such a lovely compliment. <laughs> Can we talk yeah. about kinks? Sure. Yes, yes. Um, what are your kinks? I'm truly just a sad vanilla lass. and um, You don't like getting spanked at all or like nails on the back or like... Nail? Oh, I, th- I imagine like... <laughs> you don't like I people hammering like nails on the back? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a crucifixion fetish? Oh, I thought you were cool. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I feel like I've just started experimenting like with sexuality and with like asking for what I want in the bedroom sure. just because so you don't know what you want yet. Really. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you don't have to define yourself as vanilla yet. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I don't know. So I want to hear like what I just give me an introduction to this world. I mean, that's kind of oh hard to do because it's like here's the thing. Austin's so deep into that world; it's probably pretty well. I mean, hard. it's also weird for me because it's like I've known I was kinky since before I knew I was like queer, right? Sure. It's like I have memories of being a very small child and just like being fetishy and kinky. I mean, like, okay, this is something. I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, I have odd, odd memories of that. Um, introducing you to the kink world i mean it's kind of the best choose your own adventure live action role play thing that adults get to do <laughs> right because because it, there's there are rules but there aren't any rules so the rules that there are are really just about how to interact with other people and be a good person and be of like you know conscientious participant like a like well-informed respecting participant in this like fun like activity right but the there really aren't any rules so far as like what you can and can't kind of like get into you know you kind of get to pick and find your own way but i mean i don't know i always tell people like think about like if you were like uh, yeah i don't know start simple like start really simple that's why i was like you know if you're like on top of somebody fucking them like ask them like hey kind of spank me a little bit right and just see if you like it and see if you can get in the headspace or like what where your head kind of goes if you're just having sex with somebody like it's easy to kind of like begin to toy with like kind of kinky dynamics like you know uh like yeah like i said you know having like nails kind of dragged across your back a little bit like Maybe have somebody hold your hands down like while you fuck and you push back just a little. You just like small little things to play with different types of power dynamics or even just like, you know, blindfolds are kinky. 
like sensory deprivations, a kink and a fetish all on its own. Some people, that's all they need. It's like a blindfold and it's their favorite thing, right? So mm. just because it's simple doesn't mean it's not like a you're actually, yeah, yeah, a kink or you're not actually exploring a kink, right? True. Yeah, I think a lot of people just think of certain kinks as vanilla kinks. And so when they're like, I'm vanilla, it's like, well, yeah, I'm in spanking or joking or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, the vanilla kinks, you know? So it's like, it's, again, it's just yeah. all kind of a spectrum and it's all just, I think anyone but, can travel further down. But that kind of, a, I mean, that kind of annoys me that like people don't claim their own kinkiness, right? Mm -hmm. They're thinking of it as being common and they're like, well, I don't want to, I'm not really kinky. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you are like, everyone should say that the more everybody kind of says that the more Mm -hmm. normal these things are kind of become and the more people can like talk about it and learn to safely do it. Right. Mm -hmm. This thing that if we're all already doing it, like why aren't we just all kind of talking about it and admitting that it's fun and we like it and Mm -hmm. that we should have some like, great resources to learn like the proper ways to do these things. Right. Sure. How, how old are you? 26. Okay. And I'm 32. And hey. so, Oh yeah. You're the same age. Whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, people. so like, I'm still just exploring, like, I feel starting to explore my kinks, you know, I still don't, there's so much I don't know, and, like, a lot of that kind of stuff is, is really, like, vulnerable and weird, and then you gotta, each partner, and how you gonna, whatever, but, like, what I do know that I like is role-playing, because for me, like, there's so much about sexuality, like, if I want to get into what I think of as, like, a kinky sexuality, like, so, so to me, it's, like, there's like making love, you know, and then there's like you can then also or it could be kinky. You know, what I mean? or not that you're not still making love. It's there's just like sex and there's fucking. Well, not even that. Yeah. But it yes. But then also like there's just fucking that's not that kinky, you know. So then like, I don't know. Anyway, I just am really into storylines, basically. Um, and so. Like, and it's like the, and things, there being a taboo, you know, I like, so, and so that's why I like role playing. Cause it's just like, you can create an endless amount of little taboo storylines to play out. And that's like what I like about sexuality, you know, <coughs> if I'm in my kinky headspace, again, I can just fuck, make love, whatever. But. There's a different part of my sexuality that all that involves either these like taboo storylines, um, well, basically taboo storylines that, but like they encompass all like gender and sex combos. Um, so then, if I wanted to play out those things, I'm like, oh, I could either role play that with someone of a different sex gender combo or I need to have sex with people of all these different things. Like then, so it's like, do you want to play out all of your like kinky fantasies? You know, I don't know. What do you think about all these things? Do you think about exploring any of this? No, which drives me fucking crazy. And it sounds like, and which is why I, I haven't yet. I think I've just started to, Mm -hmm. um, just because I think I've spent delving into like therapy, spent a lot of my like sexuality just pleasing men mm-hmm. and doing what they wanted and sort of being like a meat bag. I hear that a lot from women. Right. And um, I finally have this partner now who is for the first time in my life asking me what I want and does do I prefer this versus this? And it's opening up this whole world <laughs> that mm. I should wow. have, you know, 10 years of being sexually active and finally having a partner that cares about what I want. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, (laughs) fuck. Like, what do I want? And I just, like, now I have this freedom. And now, like, I'm interested in exploring this kind of stuff. (laughs) Because I have a partner that actually cares. And is asking and is interested. Yeah. 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 Which is, like, nuts to me that I've gone so long and my threshold has been so, my bar has been set so low. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, well, like, what do, you, what do you want? I'll do, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it breaks my heart. Yeah. Straight women break my heart. 
Oh, God. But, but you're doing let's good raise now. our daughters differently, We're everyone. learning. Yeah. <laughs> we are uh, yeah, I'm just happy for you. It's so fun. Like I love I love the the word exploring and exploration is like perfect for like what you're doing like when you're like figuring out what you like sexually, right? Mm-hmm. Because it really is just kind of this journey that you're on with yourself and like yeah, I miss like those early days. <laughs> I really yeah, do. Yeah, be jealous. Like just the, yeah, just like we're partying, the, figuring stuff out. <laughs> I have a question that probably, I don't know, I won't put a precursor on it. Okay. Um, Watching American Horror Story season two, maybe, um, there's a character that has like this like breastfeeding fetish Hmm. or Mm -hmm. like interest in being breastfed Mm -hmm. and they sort of my interpretation based on like the way the character was written was like, because of a trauma this person had, then they have this Mm. fetish. Do you think there is an association or is it just, or is that super limiting to think of it that way? Or is that all bullshit? Or is there a correlation? I think, I think you, it's all of it at once. So I think, I think one, yeah, there is still a thing where a lot of people associate people with different kinks or fetishes as having some sort of past trauma. Like there was a thing that happened to them early on that's causing them to have an interest in this thing now, right? As if it's some sort of symptom of an earlier like issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- and I, and then I also think that like on, it is kind of true sometimes like that definitely has happened to people, right? Where they have some sort of trauma or something happened to them. And then later on in life, well, there's it doesn't like, even have to be a trauma. I know, it just but, be but you just significant have, yeah, too. but you just have something happen to you. And then yeah. later on, like you, you do have like an attraction to that thing or a fetish or kink, whatever. Um, but I just think that like on the whole, that's not really like the case. And so it's just like, you know, like it's like, yeah, that is kind of true, but it, and it is a little limiting, but it's also, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's the thing I just, it, I guess people would be better without, but here's the thing, like uh, a lot of people in the kink community talk about how kink is like beneficial for them, like in dealing with their trauma, right? Like, Interesting. yeah, like a lot of people use kink and like different elements of kink as mm-hmm. like, totally. Yeah. Kind of like well, it's like what I'm saying, like of different like types of things, or like like it sounds healing just yeah. to have someone who is how did you put it like a disciplinarian but caring. What did you say? Yeah, caring, caring. but like controlling. Yeah. So like, if Calm your mother maybe, yeah. was controlling and very uncaring, and then <laughs> you find yourself having sex with someone who's you know controlling but caring, like I could see how. You know, it's like, it, does that make sense? To just, is, is that dumb to think like, yeah, I think that actually might like be cathartic. Yeah. Right. Just to, it's like, uh, it's yeah. No, My I mean, fun. definitely. <laughs> I mean, I definitely get like a mixture of just like it, part of it's just fun. Right. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times it's just fun, but sometimes like, especially, you know how you, know, like you said earlier, like there's like making love and there's fucking mm-hmm. for me with kink. There's like, you know, the this is just fun kink and then sometimes it's kind of like fu- making love where it's nerves. like you're in a really intimate space with somebody and like some stuff goes down like yeah. you're doing whatever and like yeah then it goes to like a cathartic emotional place right yeah like that gets really that's, that's those right. are the really wonderful moments but it's also like really intense like intimate. hey gender fuck ups can we call you that Thanks for listening to the podcast. And if you want more of me, then you can come to my show this Saturday, March 16th at the Fallout Theater at 10 p.m. It's my show Off Script, and it's the show where we do stand-up, and you're not only allowed to heckle, but you're given a prize if you're good at it. 
Um, we give out lots of prizes at the show. It's a really fun time. Last month was sold out, so buy your tickets now. Go to offscriptcomedy.com. It's uh, $10 online, $12 at the door, and everyone who comes gets free gourmet pizza, and maybe you'll win a prize. Hope to see you there. Okay, you want to do Santa? Mm-hmm. Fetish of the week is Santa. I sure do want to do Santa. It's a cute fetish. It is a cute fetish being into Santa. Here's the thing. I don't like Christmas and sex mixed, though. Mm. I, I don't Why? like the... I don't know. It's just not a sexy holiday to me. I bet you Like, know. I don't like the... I like the winter, and I like being under blankets, and that's sexy, but I don't like... Um, what could you know, be hotter than Christmas having trees, sex on Christ's like, birthday, Austin? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I honestly had never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. It's I like the holiest day, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. But see, I do think Santa is sexy. Mm-hmm. Like Santa's, Santa's like just a hot daddy bear in a lot of ways. And totally. I kind of want to fuck him and have him fuck me. I have had a few Santa fantasies. Mm-hmm. I mean, too. it's just Christmas. He's coming down the chimney. You know, you got to suck Santa's dick. Naughty. Yeah. That's, that, is that good to you? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, no. No. <laughs> You wouldn't suck you Santa's dick Santa to fuck at in all. The ass from behind, whatever. I mean, it, there's, there's not like, like a, weird about like him being like, "You'll only get your presents if you like <laughs> suck me off." And I'm just kind of like, I didn't know. I thought this was just like I was good all year. Like I already did my part. Oh, I'm thinking of it as I haven't been good all year. So this is you have to make up for, yeah, your sins. Okay. Yeah, this is because you're in trouble. It just feels like a man in power being like, I'm going to hold this against totally. you. See, That's exactly what it is. In my fantasy, it was, I had already gotten my presents. So I was like, Santa, <laughs> <laughs> hold up a minute. <laughs> you ever wanted to fuck a kid? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, so now I can, okay, now I'm thinking about the Uber driver I had that was Santa. Yeah. And like, yeah. From the airport, you said? Yeah. Tell tell the listeners about your... Oh, yeah. Let's get this story. So Santa picked me up from the airport on his Lyft or Uber. I don't know. And he had this nice van and he had this really wholesome sticker on it that said, like, best Uber in the world that somebody must have gifted him. <laughs> and he gave me a candy cane. And then he was in a tie-dye top and bottom and said ho ho ho. <laughs> it was distinctly Santa, and also yeah. said ho ho ho. He actually said ho ho ho. He did ho 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 like that. Yeah, like in, yeah. He didn't just you know he, ho ho ho. When welcome it pulled to up my on his Uber, pride. did it say Santa? No. Okay, oh. I said his actual Gregory name. Gregory <laughs> Smith or whatever. Yeah. And then he also does psychedelic tours or something um because he gave you his did he tell you about that or did he just give you the business card and let you see it he gave he gave me the business card because he at first i'd like looked at him and i was like oh it's santa in a tie-dye and then he was like if you want a candy cane it's in the christmas themed box and i was like <laughs> he said he said christmas themed and i was like Tight. oh and then he's were, like, were there other boxes <laughs> or was it just the box? One box. Yeah. <laughs> was he specifying or pointing out? I don't think he even looked. He was just like, yeah, you know, I'm Santa. And then he gave me a business card okay. and it's Santa on one end. And on the back of the card, it's like psychedelic mushroomy. Yeah. It doesn't say anything illegal anywhere, but it's just like, there's some mushroom depictions of things and some language that's very vague. And if you go on the website, <laughs> entertainment it's, specialist, it's a tie dye background yeah. and Santa. Yeah. So, and Santa's got a secret on the side. Okay. So that's Cuts Santa. Tight. So that was like, you're welcome to Austin. That's great. We're doing well. <laughs> The city still got it. <laughs> <laughs> We're so unique. <laughs> oh my God. Take that, Portland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but really, fuck Portland. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I don't have any firm I, opinions. I really love that city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that was, it's like it came off very harsh for it's no great, reason. Great scene. <laughs> <laughs> but like that Santa, great I could see fucking, show. you know? Yeah. Because he's Santa? not as pure in my mind. The psychedelic Santa? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This Santa. Okay. You can fuck that Santa. Yeah. I mean, this is like, that's the thing. You know, if it's a fetish, like, take it to whatever alternate universe you want to, like, be in. You know, it's kind of like comic books. It's like, yeah, this is a different timeline. This is dirty Santa. In, in all of my masturbatory fantasies over the years, I think that I have used Santa and some, you know, because he's an authority figure. 
So I think I remember doing that kind of thing too of like Santa wants his and wants to have his way with you. What are you gonna say no to Santa? You know? <laughs> 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 it must be right if it's Santa, you know. It's like the Catholic Church, it's how they get away that Santa's just like fucking kids this whole time. <laughs> the whole thing was just for pedophilia. <laughs> Probably, because what's the one in Denmark where Santa's got six to eight black men who beats you up if he, they put you in a bag and yeah. hit you with sticks if you're bad instead of coal? That I sign up. I that sounds hot, right? <laughs> yeah, we all want you're the like, six whoa. to eight black men thing. <laughs> As a kid, whoa! <laughs> if I had been raised in whatever Denmark or whatever that was, I would have been like, "Are you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They're going to hit me how hard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have masturbated to that five times out of seven as a kid. <laughs> For years. <laughs> it's like, oh, sure. <laughs> that is way easier than Santa Claus to get into. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Santa I can watch in the corner. I don't give a shit. I hadn't even thought about the other like Santa things, but like, oh yeah, it was my alien shit. In other countries, I'm all in about the idea of Krampus. Like Krampus fucking me. That's super hot. Mm-hmm. I would love that. He's all animalistic and like you know, like well, I like the idea of being bred by him. Is really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be bred by Krampus. Does that mean you're gonna get pregnant with? His yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. You poop it out of your butt or whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, well, it's mammalian, so that's a little different. I don't okay. know. Maybe in this one, I would have <laughs> like been given some sort of like he'll have some serum he injects yeah. me with, and he'll give me a vagina and a dick and a butthole, you know, and then yeah. I can like have a, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. That's so then ideal. I get like impregnated my like, you know, vagina. But then once I'm impregnated, like he still has me around. So then he uses my asshole because he sealed my vagina off to like, mm-hmm. you know, keep all the goodness <laughs> inside. It's like the carb. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just fucks my ass a lot. And he yeah. puts you in a bag too, right? I hope so. (laughs) That's really hot, dude. (laughs) I love that. I love the idea of being like. Did your dad ever put you in a like a blanket, wrap you in a blanket, and put you over his shoulder? No. People did. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying I could probably use the fact that that happened to me as a child (laughs) (laughs) on some deep emotional. Dude. Oh my gosh. Speaking of yeah, I forget what it's called, but I've looked up what you're talking about. It is. It's a thing in like Finland. Or oh, yeah. Well, David Sedaris talked about it in one of his books. That's when I first encountered so it. I first encountered it. Like, I kind of, I, it was a thing that was always in the periphery of my head, but I'd never really looked into until I did this one job where I was looking at things people were selling online. Um, mm-hmm. And in doing that, I saw, we were like looking at things that like should it should not be there, right? Um, and there was just a ton of like, these extremely racist like <laughs> pictures of like these Swedes Six and motherfuckers and just in straight blackface holding figurines of like like blackface like caricatured like people being sold right like the type of mm-hmm. like blackface and caricature that's like you know how like Prada and all these companies have been getting mm-hmm. in trouble for like things that are like it's a monkey's like yeah but you know what else it also is it's fucking like it's like st- like salt shakers and plates and like Mm -hmm. figurines and i was just i was like taking them down and like one day they were like yeah you should just leave those up we can't take those down actually Mm -hmm. i was just like it's like just a fun like tradition like people still to this day are like doing blackface over there for this fucking tradition i mean over here too yeah oh i know but it's not a holiday yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's. I could see it happening soon. Definitely. What's it for? What, it's for Christmas. What is this for? This is. Yeah. Is, this is the, they. They do blackface for the six to eight black men thing. Yeah. So is it just because there aren't like enough his, black people? It's like Santa's like country? helpers that like come to like punish like 
bad little kids. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. Or something like oh, that. Oh, now I feel bad being like, oh, that's hot. Oh, like, you didn't know why it was hot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh, that was, wait, why was it hot for you? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, I was, I don't think that that's actually hot or the black face is actually hot, but I'm just saying if I was face. like a tiny Swedish kid, kid or whatever this is and happening. And told you that. And I, this was like a thing, like the same way I could like sexualize Santa, I could just be like, Oh, like these like dudes come in, and like then I gotta fuck six of these dudes, and then they're gonna like beat me, and like then if it's have been bad, I'm like, yeah, I could get into that. Like, I have right? a like, lot of gang banging like dreams. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There it is. Right? See? Yeah. So I guess that's it. Hey, guess, yeah, look, we're, we're finding a window. Welcome and, to the six yeah. to eight black man club. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Have you ever seen somebody just get fucking railed like by six different people in a row? It is a feat. Like I'm just like, I know I shouldn't applaud afterwards, but I just want to be like, oh, yeah. bravo! Like that I'm is a, you just it's an accomplishment. Yeah, it takes a lot. Yeah, you can applaud that. But well, no, it's one of those moments where it's like probably not <laughs> the right time. To just be like, <laughs> woo. <laughs> Do we have more thoughts about Santa? Fucking Santa elves. Oh, don't even get me started on elves. <laughs> Gangbang elves. Gangbang elves. What kind of? What do your elves look like, though? Are they? Oh, I've had a cute, few different. Ones? I mean, I have. I have a, a just a thing little, for elves little, in general. Are they like, tiny little helper elves, though, or is it like Ariel? I say I have all okay. kinds. <laughs> like twelve. Damn straight. Elves? No, no, are no, there like, voices you know, little, high like, two and a half pitched? <laughs> I don't care. I just think all elves are cute, and I would love to fuck or let them fuck me. Oh, what if they, yeah, what if they were all like they're inches? All, and they're all just doing their little part. And there was, yeah, and like there was oh like my a, God. a team of six of them just working on, the on you. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh my God. That'd be so great. Yeah. And there's a trumpet player, I guess. Well, no. <laughs> this is just like, yeah. because the elves are little, the sounds they make. <laughs> and you just lay there and you got a whole swarm of them. Yeah. Just like five on each nipple, just like licking. Yeah. Just like, you. But Learning the perfect way to mm-hmm. Because it's their job in life. <laughs> little I worker love elves. That. Ooh. Hot little worker elves. And they're all super hot, but they're so small. It's like, confusing because they're so cute. Cause like so four, four or five of them like work together to open up your asshole. What, like uh-huh. a, a team work a dildo like a battering ram. And they're all smiling the whole time. <laughs> 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 One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get inside you. You're being held down <laughs> by a team, almost by each arm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, right. It's getting pretty I hot. Would, dude, here's the thing: since they're elves, I would for sure make a like Lord of the Ring thing, where like I would dress my like asshole up as like like a gate of like. <laughs> Of like Menace Tirith and then okay. like make them storm it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So what if they're elves, like they're really small, but they're really hot? Like, could you even yeah. handle something so small? Because it'd be so cute because it's so small, but then so, that'd be so confusing. I, yeah, I'm telling you, I would be into any size of elf. Dude. Also, here's the thing. Oh, yeah. She's a big lap dog. I love her. Mm-hmm. I would... I also just love the idea that Santa has a workshop and these elves have a workshop, like a place to take you and like mm, make true. things and like they can make their own sex toys or like kink devices. Good they can point. like strap you down, you know? Also, Santa's trying to romance you. He has a sleigh and can take you anywhere in the world. <sighs> yeah, he's like Aladdin. Yeah, he is Santa like Aladdin. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Santa's like, I can show you. He's like, what? You're really? He's like, hey, I actually wrote that song Mrs. Claus, though, I gotta say, uh, just as a gut reaction, not that into her. It's true. Really? I see her as kind of a homely, boring lady. I'm not seeing her as hot. I don't know. Is that just my internalized misogyny? I think she probably fucks a lot when Santa's gone. So that one day of the year is the one day he's not home, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the day she's Her and the elves get buck wild. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be hot. Yeah, I've never tried to look up, like, Santa, Mrs. Claus, like, erotica, but, like, I feel like this is a story I could get into reading. That's how they stay. Like, I don't think I could do it, like, visually. Like, I don't think I could get off the Santa porn, but I think I could get off some (laughs) Santa stories. Yeah, I don't want to see it. It's too cute and silly looking. Yeah, Santa's got a whip, you know? He's got a whip, like, on the sleigh, Mm -hmm. just like, Mm -hmm. oof. 
Yeah, we <gasps> don't know how he treats those elves. Oh my god, if I could mm. be one of Santa's reindeer. <laughs> oh, that's too hot. Okay, I'm sold. I'm fucking sold. <laughs> like I'm like you know like a I'm a human turned into a right. reindeer or like a human and like made to act like a reindeer. Like, like we're giving Santa a fetish an A plus. You should oh, call yeah. him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll call Santa and interview <laughs> let's him. In, yeah. Let's hey, invite him. We're to talking about you on the podcast. Just want to get your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Two cents. <sighs> All right. Well. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, and having a very high conversation. With Thanks for smoking me out and talking about sex and gender and dirtiness and letting me pet your dog. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> She's like, no. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast.